We didn't invent Kid Talk. We perfected it. And at a very young age, you're listening to Voice America Kids. We don't care how you got here. We're just glad you showed up. You're listening to Voice America Kids. You're a responsible person, and you're trying to do everything you can to save the planet. But are you doing enough? We've got the right person to help you keep on thinking green. Mario Jr. is the host of Alive and Green. The show is all about green tips, staying environmentally friendly, and having fun while doing something great for our Mother Earth. You'll want to check out the show Tuesdays at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. If we all do our part now, it'll only mean a brighter and better future for us later. Welcome to Kids First Coming Attractions. Before you go out and spend money on that new movie, make sure to listen to the entire show right here on the Voice America Kids channel. We'll take you behind the scenes and preview new movies and DVD releases. Now, here are all of your hosts for Kids First Coming Attractions. Thank you. Welcome back to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids Network. I'm your host, Brianna Hobiton, and today we are reviewing the films Percy Jackson, Sea of Monsters, Matilda, and Planes. So right now we are speaking with Jerry about Percy Jackson, Sea of Monsters. Thank you for joining us today, Jerry. So how are you? I am very good. How about you? I'm doing very well. Thank you for asking. Can you please tell me about the Percy Jackson, Sea of Monsters? The Percy Jackson Sea of Monsters is more or less a month or so after the last movie where Percy saved the entire world and destroyed the lightning thief. He's mm. still at Half-Blood Camp and he's not feeling too good. This girl, she is the daughter of God of War and she is much better than him at everything and also kind of a jerk. Mm. Oh. So. Those so, type of people. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> The barrier around the school gets destroyed but because of the tree that, prote- that well, deploys it is dying and dies. So, oh. to save the camp and the world, Percy and the gang needs to go on an adventure to find this mystical artifact to save the tree. Well, that seems very interesting. Yup, and also he finds out he has a half-brother that's a cyclops. I love those twists. Like, it's in the middle of movies or TV shows, and they'll be like, I am your brother. Love that. It's completely random. It's like, hey, he's it's Percy, I'm a brother. And he's, he, and he's a cyclops. <laughs> so how do the actors do with conveying their tones and emotions, like Brandon T. Jackson and Logan Linnerman? Well, Brandon and, Brandon and Logan did a fantastic job, just like in the last film. Um... Um, it was just a lot of fun, and it was it was just oh, fantastic how they did. You know, they deployed the emotions extremely well, and yeah. That's, that's nice. See, I've seen a lot of films, and I'm sure you have too, and everyone at Kids First have seen a lot of films. And I'm happy to say that most of the films we see have good acting, so I'm glad this is one of them. So, what is your favorite scene? I would have to say my favorite scene is towards the beginning, when Annabeth has this tricky way of getting to Florida so they can get to the Sea of Monsters. I don't Who's think Annabeth. Annabeth is um, a very good friend of Percy, and she was introduced in the first film. Oh. And um, she is ex- extremely talented, and she was, it has uh, been in she has been half blood camp since, since she was a little girl. Mm. Oh, so why is this your favorite scene? Well, she get, calls these ma- well magical kind of taxis to to uh, drive them to uh, Florida, and oh. it's pretty funny. The drivers, there are three drivers, and they have no eyes, and oh. they just always fight with each other, and you know they always, you know, make fun of each other, and it's <laughs> it's just a lot of fun. And <laughs> While they're in Washington, D.C., they realize they don't have enough money to get to Florida. So the ladies kick them out. <laughs> it's like, so you're, going, so you're getting ready for this trip, and then you realize you don't have enough money. I don't think they had any money. 
See, Florida's awesome because I live there. So, yeah, I have a connection. Who is your favorite character and why? I would have to say uh, Percy's brother um, because he's a lighthearted guy and he's a cyclops. <laughs> so he's half human, half cyclops, and he's just a really good guy, you know. He, he um, is... He cannot be set on fire, and he's extremely strong and just helps Percy through many adventures. Wow. See, that's a good character to be your favorite character. See, yeah. if your favorite character was like a guy that punches people, I would have questioned your sanity. But <laughs> your character helps people, so. How are the special effects? Because I've seen the trailer for this film, and it seems like they have a lot of good special effects. So how about you? I didn't. I didn't feel like it was there were any effects. I felt like it was all real, which is an extremely good sign because you don't feel like it's those cheesy yeah. things that is. It's basically like a volcano shaking, even though it's not supposed to be shaking, or yeah. like no, it's 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 you know it's fantastic three dimensional animation and the special effects are awesome and it's amazing. <laughs> but it's cool to see how like the our films have gotten so much better because when we started using special effects and and all these things it was it was very cheesy but then as, the more we went along the more the realer it got so it's it's good how we've gotten this far so i remember when colors used to be special effects <laughs> color special effect woo <laughs> how is the soundtrack to music in this film you know, the music was pretty good. I didn't really see that much music, but uh, the music there was, it fit, fit the part definitely. It fit the scene. <laughs> At least you didn't go to the movie and say, all I'm going to look out for is music. So it did its job. It didn't overpower the movie. Yeah. <laughs> Were you able to find any morals or messages in this film? You know, I have to say believe in your friends and uh, trust your friends. Because, um, and also never doubt somebody, because Annabeth, she has this horrible story in how this tree formed when she was on her way to camp, and like for the very first time when she was extremely a little girl, there are two cyclops after her, and, uh, and basically the cyclops killed a little girl that, um, risked her life for her friends, and so... Annabeth hated Cyclops ever since. And then look who, who Percy has as a brother, a Cyclops. Oh, well, that's inconvenient. <laughs> you're listening to the Voice America Kids Network. I'm your host, Brianna Hope Beaton, and you're listening to Voice America Kids. And today we're reviewing the films Percy Jackson's Sea of Monsters, Matilda, and Plames. So right now let's continue speaking with Jerry about Percy Jackson's Sea of Monsters. And we were just speaking about messages and how you need to trust your friends and don't hate cyclopses <laughs> cyclopses can be awesome Never <laughs> cyclopses can be awesome so if you could portray any character in this film who would it be and why you know i would have to say it would be uh grover who is percy's protector because he didn't want to go on the ship. He was like, Percy, no, we're not going on this trip. And, of course, Percy and Annabeth were, go were saying, we're going on this trip. And look what happened, in, not even in the middle of the movie. Grover gets captured and threw uh, into a Cyclops' lair. And they love eating Grover's type. Oh, well, that's sad. <laughs> so I mean Grover had to dress like a Cyclops, and since that Cyclops had blurry vision, he was pretty lucky. <laughs> I mean, I think all films have one of those characters that are just reluctant to do anything that is out of their comfort zone. So it's good to see that they have one of those characters. Yeah. <laughs> How many stars do you give this film out of five? Five out of five stars. Um, Because the director did a fa much more fantastic job than the last one. Mm -hmm. It was much more closer to the book, definitely. Because, first of all, Annabeth is a blonde in this film, and she was a brunette in the last one. And the oh. reason for that is because in this, in the books, which the movies are based off, Annabeth is a blonde in both of them. But in the first one, Annabeth was a um, Annabeth was a brunette. Mm. Also, something was not good. Uh, 
in the book, uh, the Cyclops, Percy's brother, is supposed to be eight years old. Oh. And he was more or less uh, his age. Oh. Percy's age. Well, think about it this way. If it was exactly to how the book was, and it wasn't that interesting, then how would you... Like, I think some things need to be a little bit away from the book. Not totally, completely, but some things need to have their own little twist as the director. So, yeah. That's just how I think about it. What age range do you give this film, since this is a PG... Is it PG? Yes, I I think it's PG. It is PG, and I have to say, you know, it's not that bad. It's really not that bad. There's no adult content. There's no, you know, bad language. There's nothing in that type in sorts. Just can be a tiny bit too intense and scary for young children. So I have to say, if you're extremely mature like me or somebody else, (laughs) um, uh, it's it's really good for like seven or up. If um, but usually. 10, 11 or up, honestly, because it's not that bad. It's honestly not. It's just a tiny bit intense, and really, that's it. Mm. Well, that's good to know, so that everyone out there knows that if you're mature, like Jerry or others, (laughs) you can go see this film. Well, Jerry, thank you so much for talking with us today and telling us all about Percy Jackson's Sea of Monsters. It was a lot of fun talking about the Sea of Monsters. I want to go swimming now. (laughs) I want to go swimming now. It's now playing in theaters, so please check it out. Let's take a break. I'm your host, Brianna Hope Beaton from Kids First Coming Attractions, and you are listening to Voice America Kids. Just because you're a kid doesn't mean you don't have an important voice to be heard. You are our future, and you need a forum to be heard. Tune in to American Pulse on the Voice America Kids channel. We'll talk to the student leaders of America and find out what they're doing to make a difference today. You'll be inspired to start working now for a brighter future later. American Pulse is heard live every Monday afternoon at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Kids channel. It's time to lead by example. Follow the Voice America Talk Radio Network on Twitter. We're at Voice America TRN. You'll get the latest fix on what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and general happenings that you should know about at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Now you don't have to miss anything when you're away from your home or office. Just go to twitter.com forward slash Voice America TRN. Or follow along with us at Voice America TRN, the Voice America Talk Radio Network. We're on the cutting edge of social media. Can you keep up? Kids safe, mother approved. You're listening to Voice America Kids. Have you heard your 15 minutes of fame? How about four times that every single week? It's the Fame Game. Listen as Maddie Rose, who is up and coming in the world of fame, brings you fame from all walks of life. You'll hear from doctors, teachers, mentors, life heroes, as well as those in the fields of acting, movies, music, and more. Who knows? You might be the next one Maddie Rose talks to on the air. Listen for the Fame Game every Wednesday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids Channel. You're listening to Voice America Kids, now with 33% more active ingredients and no artificial coloring. What do you want to do? Are you interested in the performing arts? If so, make sure you tune in to the Angel and Harmony Show. Angel and Harmony have experience singing, acting, and performing in general and want to help you live out your dreams of the future. Whether you are interested in acting, modeling, dancing, or singing, this is the show for you. We'll even give you the scoop on being behind the scenes if you're a little shy. The Angel and Harmony Show is heard live every Thursday at noon Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. You are tuned in to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids channel. Shh, turn your phone off. Another movie is coming up. Hey, welcome back to Kids First Coming Attractions. I'm your host, Brianna Hope and you're listening to Voice America Kids. And today, we are reviewing the films Percy Jackson's Sea of Monsters, Planes, Wolverine, and R.I.P.D. So right now, we are speaking with Anthony about the film Planes. So how are you today, Anthony? I'm good, thank you. How are you? I'm doing very well, thank you for asking. Well, I've seen Planes very recently, and 
I must say it was a great film. So can you please tell me a little bit about it? Well, this movie is pretty much about a plane named Dusty, who is a crop duster, but he loves to race. So when he has a chance, he takes it, and he gets into a contest called The Flight Around the World, where he goes against planes and makes friends, but he has one enemy named Ripslinger, who is trying to kill him to win the race. Oh, wow. Yeah, when I figured out that, like, when people... When people race and when people compete, it's one thing to not like that person because they're beating you, but it's another thing to win um, not truthfully, like cheat for some people. And so that's why I thought this film was good, that they brought that in there, and it's not right to, it's not right to cheat. So, What is your favorite scene? Mm, well... My favorite scene in this movie is probably when Skipper is a warplane, mm-hmm. um, is teaching Dusty how to how to fly. Mm-hmm. It's so it's really cool because he's teaching him tons of new things every time he uh, D- Dusty does something. Uh, Skipper always has to say, "Oh, I'm sorry. Do this again. Do it again. Do it again." Uh, I mean, Skipper's really helping him out, but he's the weird part. He's really scared of heights. It's kind of, mm-hmm. it's mostly weird because he's a plane. So <laughs> you're when, a plane and you're afraid of heights. I'm afraid of heights. Yeah, that's really weird. <laughs> yeah, my favorite scene is that scene, but for a different reason. When he's when he's about to teach him how to like fly and stuff. Um, oh, what's his name? Well, the two characters that are with them, I think it's a an oil truck and... Oh, that's uh, Chug and Dottie. Yeah, Chug and Dottie. When they're, like, talking and they're like, I'll hook you up. Yeah, thank you. It's like, they're, like, when he says guys, they, like, straighten up. I just, I just like that film. I just like that scene because it's, like, it's just funny to me. Maybe it's not funny to anyone else, but it's funny to me. So how do you like the overall production? Hmm. Well, actually, I think this movie was, it had a good production. Um, it all was good. Just, I think they could have added just a little bit more to this movie. I'm seeing that in some parts, like, they don't know what to do, so they put in something random. Oh. I think, so they could, I'm thinking that they could just put in a few more parts to this movie. Oh, so, while we're on the subject... What more parts would you want? Like a, like a part where he's flying, or parts where he's talking to other pe- talking to other planes. What would you like to see? I'd like to see him, yeah, co- seeing other planes, seeing what the other planes are doing. Cause sometimes there are just parts when he's just flying randomly, just yeah. standing there, not talking. I think they could have showed us the other planes and see what they were doing at that point. Like, yeah. to see where they were and what was happening. Yeah, because they spent a lot of the competition on Rusty, but they never really showed what was happening to everyone else. So it kind of made you think that everyone everyone was focusing on Rusty, which they weren't. So Every film today, whether it be live-action, hand-drawn animation, or regular animation, is made of individual shots that are put together during an addition to form single film (laughs) how do you think the shots transitions were in this film how do you think they went along i think they did pretty good i mean it was it was pretty much perfect smooth yeah it was nice and smooth they made the movie nice that's good (laughs) you're listening to the voice america kids network i'm your host brianna hopiton and you're listening to voice america kids and today we're reviewing the films percy jackson Sea of Monsters, Planes, Wolverine, and R.I.P.D. So right now, let's continue speaking with Anthony about the film Planes. And we were just talking about scene transitions and how it was very smooth and there wasn't a lot of, like, choppiness and it was it was nearly perfect. So, what is your, fa- what is your favorite character and why? Well, my favorite, well, I have two. My favorite plane in the movie, he's dusty because he is really cool. I mean, he does a lot of 
cool things. Mm-hmm. He loves, he really wants to be in a race, even though he's afraid of heights, he'll do anything. He, he almost broke, he almost died because he tried to go through a rail uh, tunnel, through yeah. a railroad track, and a train almost crashed into him. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, he'll do anything to try and finish this race. At least he's, and, at least he's persistent. Yeah, and my favorite car is Chug. Because he's a re- he's really funny. He's really I mean he's really cool. Yeah. He has a lot of it, and he makes up these things called like dusty bobbleheads, dusty, yeah. uh, dusty like mugs. Um, mugs. Yeah, I love the mugs when he like pours it in and it like spins and, his nose. Yeah, it spins his propeller. That was funny. Yeah, that was cool. I mean, I think I can't really pick a favorite character. But if I would have to pick, it would probably be um, Chubbs. I mean, not Chubbs. Uh, the same character as you. <laughs> I can't really remember his name. But he, as for the same reasons, because he was very funny. And I like when people are just random. Like, you have one of those people um, who are just random. And I also like Dusty because of his, like, his persistence. So I also like that. So how was the comedy? Well, this comedy was really good. I mean, I think they could have added a little bit more comedy because it wasn't much, mm-hmm. but I still think that it was pretty good. Yeah, the comedy that they did have, it was good. At least the comedy that they had was good instead of bad because if it was bad comedy, then, you know, that's just yeah. the worst. So what, like, there was a lot of people that, voiced in this film there was dane cook and stacy keach and sinbad and 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 other voices so how is their voice acting well i mean they were all really good i think somebody that really got into their voice was brad garrett the voice of chug mm-hmm. he he actually he went with his character he made a lot of funny exclamations in there. I mean, I really liked his acting. Yeah, it, it seemed like he just got his character and ran with it. Yeah. So, how many stars do you give this film out of five? Um, I would probably give it three out of five, probably halfway. Because you did hear earlier, I said, like, there's not enough comedy. Mm-hmm. They could add a few parts to this. Um, so I'd probably give it three out of five. I mean, it's still really good. Just I'd add a little bit more to it. Yeah, to make it better. Yeah. So this is a PG film. So do you think that that rating agrees with this film? Yeah, PG rating is a good rating. I mean... There are there may be a few parts, just like just a a couple mm-hmm. that might scare young kids. Like in one part, there's it shows planes being blown up, oh, which yes. is probably not a good part for them. But I think that this is pretty good for them. Well, that's good because when when kids watch. Uh, family and friend movies they're thinking that it's going to be it's going to be for them so it's good to know that they like a few parts will not be will not be um as you say appropriate for them because of all the blowing up stuff what do you think little kids will take away from this like what is the message to you hmm well first something that they might i don't think there might be anything for little kids to take away I think they'd like this movie a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, and what message did you find in this film? Message? Yes, message or moral. Hmm. Probably a message is always, always try and make friends. Like, let's say you're in a contest. Try and make friends with your opponents mm-hmm. so they could... So you can help them, and they'll help you instead of trying to beat everyone bring you down. Yeah, yeah. Well, the message I found is that um, keep believing, like always, keep believing, and always keep pursuing because he did, and and it just it really just paid off. Well, thank you, Anthony, for saying everything for that. It was a great film. 
thank you so much for talking with us today and telling us all about planes. You're welcome. It comes into theaters on the 9th, so please check it out. Let's take a break. I'm your host, Brianna Hobiton from Kids First Coming Attractions, and you're listening to Voice America Kids. We don't care how you got here. We're just glad you showed up. You're listening to Voice America Kids. If you think you've seen online TV before, let us surprise you. VoiceAmerica.tv is online now. The leader in live internet talk radio has done it again. Multiple channels, a state-of-the-art viewing experience, live and on-demand programs streaming 24 hours a day. It's exactly what you want, when you want it. VoiceAmerica.tv. From health and wellness to business, sports, and everything in between. Discover our new world. Visit VoiceAmerica.tv now and experience the future of online television. VoiceAmerica.tv. Kids these days are so connected to the media that they can't help but be surrounded by news and politics. Today's kids get more information than kids of past generations, and because of that, they have more informed opinions. Kids today may not be able to vote yet, but they can certainly influence voters and issues with their voices. Tune in every week for America Today and talk about the issues and influence the decision makers. America Today airs every Thursday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network wherever you go. In addition to listening live, you can check out information about your favorite talk show hosts, discover new talk show personalities, add shows to your list of favorites, and listen to all our show archives on demand. All from your iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market, and get ready to tune in. The Voice America mobile app, powered by Aircast. Kids safe, mother approved. You're listening to Voice America Kids. Remember my name. Have you heard your 15 minutes of fame? How about four times that every single week? It's the fame game. Listen as Maddie Rose, who is up and coming in the world of fame, brings you fame from all walks of life. You'll hear from doctors, teachers, mentors, life heroes, as well as those in the fields of acting, movies, music, and more. Who knows? You might be the next one Maddie Rose talks to on the air. Listen for the fame game every Wednesday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids Channel. You're listening to Voice America Kids, now with 33% more active ingredients and no artificial coloring. You are tuned in to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids channel. Shh, turn your phone off. Another movie is coming up. Welcome to the program, Kids First, Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids Network. I'm your co-host, Brianna Hopiton. And I'm your co-host, Raven Devaney. And today, we are reviewing the films Wolverine, Latte from Gadgetville, Open Season, and R.I.P.D. So right now, we are speaking with Raven about Wolverine. Thank you for joining us today, Raven. So how are you? I am doing very well. Thank you for interviewing me, Brianna. Aw, it's a pleasure. <laughs> <laughs> So anytime, (laughs) anytime, yes, it's darling. So can you tell me a little bit about the film Wolverine? Yes. Uh, Well, the Wolverine, he has actually Logan uh, played by Hugh Jackman. He has gotten two of his own films um, because he was originally the characters from X-Men. So the Wolverine picks up a few years after X-Men Last Stand, which was the final sort of like original X-Men film. And that was in 2006. Mm Um, And Logan is living alone because he is afraid that if he's around other people, he could hurt them like he did to Jean Grey, who was Mm -hmm. his true love in X-Men Last Stand, which was so long ago. (laughs) And um, he ended up having to kill her because she went crazy. So anyway, he's having a lot of like flashbacks. It's not funny. It's tragic. (laughs) Anyway, he's he's been having a lot of flashbacks of her. And like in his dreams, he always like imagines her still being alive. Uh, So anyway, so he's living in solitude, but he's forced to... you know, go back out into the open and sort of become Wolverine again when he is summoned to Japan by an old acquaintance whose life he saved in uh, World War II uh, back when um, the atomic bomb exploded in Hiroshima and 
E pretty Logan pretty much like saved the guy. So the guy is dying and he would like Logan to come and say his final goodbyes. But when Logan gets there, he finds Yoshida the man whose life he saved and Yoshida has a lot more in mind for him than just saying goodbye Yoshida promised that he could make Logan mortal so that he could just grow old and die but when uh things go a little bit wrong and Logan sort of refuses to give up his immortality Logan has to decide whether or not he should stay Wolverine or if he should give up that life forever and it's an awesome movie so yeah (laughs) So, yeah, <laughs> you pretty much like, you, yeah, you poured your covered it. out. I got it down. Yeah. So can you tell me a little bit about the acting? Uh, yes, I thought the acting. Um, I am always impressed with Hugh Jackman. He, I, God, I love him so much. And like all films and all green films and um, especially in Les Mis because I love that movie. Um I thought he did a really awesome job of being Logan and the Wolverine. Um, I also really liked Rilo Fukushima, who played Yukio, who's a really funny character, um, who is sort of like fights alongside Wolverine, even though he's sort Mm -hmm. of like a loner. I don't know. She's pretty cool. Um, (laughs) And then I also really liked Svetlana Kodichkova. I think I pronounced her last name right. And she plays... um, a mutant and she's like really really creepy but I thought she was awesome so overall I think everybody did a really awesome job well that's nice you're like well um she's really creepy but it's totally totally fine it's fine I mean she was a good type of creepy she was a cool character her name was the viper and she was like fantastic (laughs) Ah. (laughs) so did the plot keep your interest you sound like you really like it but did the plot overall keep your interest I did really like this film. There were definitely, um, I mean, I was a little bit confused in the beginning because it did reference uh, X-Men The Last Stand, which Mm -hmm. I have not seen in forever. Um, You know, it's been a few years since I've seen it, and I'm sure younger kids. It came out in 2006. Yeah, so. So that's a while back, back in the good old days. (laughs) So I was a little bit confused in the beginning because I was like, wait, what? And then I sort of jogged my memory and remembered what happened. Uh, but overall, I feel like the plot was really smooth and it flowed very nicely and it kept me interested. There were definitely some plot twists, which was <laughs> exciting and fun. <laughs> it was exciting and fun. So mm-hmm. do you think that people should see that movie, like see the movie that came out in 2006 before they watch this one? You don't have to. I mean, if you're an X-Men fan, I'm assuming you've probably already seen it because I'm a huge X-Men fan and I've seen every single movie um, a bunch of times. And I'm super excited because they're making another X-Men in 2014, which I can't wait for. Uh, but I don't think it's necessary X-Men mm-hmm. The Last Stand. It's It just helps a little bit because um, X-Men Last Stand is all about Jean Grey and how she goes crazy and sort of gets killed and whatnot. Um, And yeah, that's just mentioned often, but it's just her part in it. So it's not the entire film. So I think you should be fine. (laughs) Yeah. I I think it's good that it's not the whole entire film. So you're listening to the voice America kids network. I'm your co-host Brianna Hope Beaton. And I'm your co-host Raven Devaney. And you're listening to Voice America Kids, and today we're reviewing the films Wolverine, Latte from Gadgetville, Open Season, and R.I.P.D. So right now, let's continue speaking with Raven about Wolverine. We were just talking about how you don't really necessarily have to see the previous film to get this one, but it would just be a little bit easier. Yeah. So what is your favorite scene? Um, my favorite scene would probably be when Logan, a.k.a. Wolverine, is fighting the Yakuza Mafia on top of a bullet train. And the Yakuza Mafia, they're after uh, Yoshida's granddaughter, and Yoshida's like this really rich, powerful dude. He's the one um, who Logan saved back in World War II. Yadi. Anyway, um, so he's trying <laughs> to save her, um, Marco, and... They're fighting on top of a bullet train, which are the trains in Japan that go, like, really, really fast, like, hundreds of miles an hour. And so it's super awesome because it almost gives them the effect that they're flying because Mm -hmm. every time – because they're all using, like, knives and uh, Logan's using his Wolverine claws to, like, (laughs) stay on the train. But every time they, like, slip or, like, lift up their knives, they go, like, flying into the air. And so they, like, battle each other 
each other while they're like floating above the train <laughs> and it's like really suspenseful and really high like uh, fast paced and high action because they're not only trying to like stay safe and stay on the train but they're also trying to like murder like, each kill. other so <laughs> it's, it's pretty great <laughs> that sounds cool it's like no it's like um if you jump it's going so fast that you end up like falling off yeah like that's yeah. what i saw as soon as you said that so yeah it's awesome so how many stars do you give this film out of five um i give this film five out of five stars because it like wolverine and the x-men you know all of the marvel uh, films never cease to impress me and x-men is definitely one of my favorite sort of marvel superhero type things um so it was really it was really well done and i feel like really awesome which also helped make it cool and i feel like overall this film there was nothing i would change about this film it was really well done so five out of five stars <laughs> well that's good well while we're on the topic from all the marvel um movies mm-hmm. do you think that they should make a second wolverine since we're on this uh goodness i don't i don't think i mean it's so because hard you know how cause... like when they make sequels they turn out to be like not as good as the first one so well okay so here's the thing there was like several x-men films and wolverine was in all of them which was dandy and then and he got his own film, X-Men Origins, Wolverine, so you got to see, how, like, why he is the way he is, which was super, and like, it was an awesome movie. Mm-hmm. And then you get to see what he does, like, so So then you see that before X-Men happens, and then you see all the X-Men movies, and then this film is what happens after he's, like, done with being um... in the X-Men whatnot. So I think it would be good if they made a different one, and it would also be fine if they didn't. I think it, it would be fine either so way. So it could go either way. Yeah. Oh, that's good. At least it's not like, no, they need to have another one. Yeah. But I think that's for people who are, like, obsessed. Yeah. <laughs> this film is rated PG-13. What should parents look out for when taking their kids? Um, I think definitely the action. There's a lot of action. And it's set in Japan, so there's, like, a lot of karate, which is, like, really stereotypical, but it's true. Um, So there's <laughs> a lot of, like, martial arts and, like, face slapping and neck breaking and whatnot (laughs) and um so definitely the action the violence and there are some I mean there's not really that many sexual situations in this film because it's mostly an action film but there are a few so I think just to look out for the action violence and mature situations that's good I mean again like uh I think a few weeks ago we were talking about if you're like if you're, if you're like Jerry, it, then you know you're you're okay. Yeah, and it's not any worse than any of the other X Men or Wolverine films. So if you've seen those, then like you're fine. Oh, that's good. Yes. See, I'm not a big big Marvel fan, but I will definitely see if I can if I can watch this. You should. <laughs> <laughs> well, Raven, thank you so much for talking with us today and telling us all about Wolverine. Anytime, anytime. <laughs> it was my pleasure. It's a th- it's in a theater right now, so please check it out. Let's take a break. I'm your co-host, Brianna Hope Beaton. And I'm your co-host, Raven Devaney. From Kids First Coming Attractions, and you're listening to Voice America Kids. If you think you've seen online TV before, let us surprise you. VoiceAmerica.tv is online now. The leader in live internet talk radio has done it again. Multiple channels, a state-of-the-art viewing experience, live and on-demand programs streaming 24 hours a day. It's exactly what you want, when you want it. VoiceAmerica.tv. From health and wellness to business, sports, and everything in between. Discover our new world. Visit VoiceAmerica.tv now and experience the future of online television. VoiceAmerica.tv. You're a responsible person, and you're trying to do everything you can to save the planet. But are you doing enough? We've got the right person to help you keep on thinking green. Mario Jr. is the host of Alive and Green. The show is all about green tips, staying environmentally friendly, and having fun while doing something great for our Mother Earth. You'll want to check out the show Tuesdays at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. If we all do our part now, it'll only mean a brighter and better future for us later. Kids safe, mother approved. You're listening to Voice America Kids. Do you think that you can't change the political system in our country? Well, one host is doing that and started at age 13. 
Join Connor Brantley for Hello, the Future is Calling. Our show takes an inside look at what's going on in national, state, and local government from a new and very unique perspective. Connor holds our elected officials accountable and will bring you an unbiased look at what's really going on. Listen for Hello, the Future is Calling every Friday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time on Voice America Kids. Help make a difference. Have you heard your 15 minutes of fame? How about four times that every single week? It's the fame game. Listen as Maddie Rose, who is up and coming in the world of fame, brings you fame from all walks of life. You'll hear from doctors, teachers, mentors, life heroes, as well as those in the fields of acting, movies, music, and more. Who knows? You might be the next one Maddie Rose talks to on the air. Listen for the fame game every Wednesday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids Channel. You're listening to Voice America Kids, now with 33% more active ingredients and no artificial coloring. You are tuned in to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids channel. Shh, turn your phone off. Another movie is coming up. Hey, welcome back to Kids First Coming Attractions. I'm your co-host, Brianna Hobiton. And I'm your co-host, Raven Tabani. And you're listening to Voice America Kids, and today we're reviewing the films Wolverine, Latte from Gadgetville, Open Season, and R.I.P.D. So right now we are speaking with Anthony about R.I.P.D. Thank you for joining us today. So how are you, Anthony? I am good, thank you. How are you? I'm doing very well, thank you for asking. So can you tell me the plot for R.I.P.D.? Well, pretty much the plot of this movie is there is a guy named Nick who has a good wife. Uh, he has a good life. He's a police. But sadly, his uh, partner turned on him, shot him, and he died. But now he works for an agency called the RIPD, and he's still a cop, just undercover. Oh, that seems cool. When I saw the previews for this movie, I was just like, I have to watch this. It, it, I have to. So what did you think about the film? Um, well, this film was really cool. I mean, it had a lot of action in it. It had a lot of cool things. It had some really weird things, though, and funny parts. So it was really good. That's good. This film stars Jeff Bridges and Ryan Reynolds. How do you think their acting was? Ooh, they were, well, they were pretty much the main characters. They were, they did a lot of really cool acting. They did a lot of cool things that I thought that were kind of risky. Um, How so? Like, they jumped off a building. Oh, there's that kind of risky. Yeah, they did quite a lot of things, but since they were already dead, they can't die again. It's like, well, we might as well just do it because we, again, can't die. That's cool. I thought um, when I when I heard you say that, I, it reminded me of this other movie. I can't really remember what it was called, but, you know, just cool how, it, how other movies can remind me of other movies. <laughs> so how do you think the writers did in writing this script? Well, I mean, the script is really good. They, I mean, it kind of made sense. It it seemed like it was uh, good. I mean, I think that they did really good on this. Oh. So, when, like, okay. For, when you watch this, when you watch this film, the dead that are kind of alive, they are referred to as zombies or deados, um, if you, if you know what I'm talking about. So, how was... How was that acting? Did everyone act dead? Did everyone act like zombies? How was that? Well, I mean, the things called, well, deados, they're pretty much evil zombies, except they don't really act like it. Mm-hmm. I mean, they act like normal people, just their face is broken up and they're mm-hmm. bad people who are always trying to escape with different things to try and take over the world. Oh, so are they dead too? So they're dead people that were yeah. that were dead. bad basically. They were dead and they got locked in jail 
but uh, they keep on breaking out. So oh, I get what you're saying now. Is this film easy to follow along? Um, actually, it is pretty easy to follow along if if you really understand the movie. If you're actually listening to certain parts, it's pretty easy to follow along. Oh, so you have to like really pay attention to this film. Yes. So, did the plot keep your interest? Uh, yeah. It sounds pretty interesting. Yeah, it kept, it almost kept me at the edge of my seat the whole movie. Um, I mean, it was a really, really good movie. So much action. That's why I mostly loved it. (laughs) So, you're an action kind of film guy? Yep. (laughs) Do you think there was too much action? Because it's. Mm, I guess. I mean, almost the whole movie was filled with action, but for me, I don't really think so. Well, it's all about what you think. What is your favorite scene? Hmm. What I'd probably say is my favorite scene is when there is a big, let's say, guy, one de- a ghetto. He is huge. And let's just say Roy, he got a grappling hook and shot him in the butt. Oh, well, (laughs) that's nice. Yeah, it was actually really funny because instead of the, instead of the big ghetto, like just falling down and passing out, Mm -hmm. he kept on running up a building. So Roy was being carried through a building flying around while holding on to the grappling hook. Oh, well, that seems like fun. You're listening to the Voice America Kids Network. I'm your co-host, Brianna Hope Beaton. Host, Raven Devaney. And you're listening to Voice America Kids. And today, we're reviewing the films Wolverine Latte from Gadgetville, Open Season, and R.I.P.D. So right now, let's continue speaking with Anthony about R.I.P.D. And we were just talking about his favorite scene and someone got shot in the butt and then they continued to climb up a wall. And I find it quite hilarious. <laughs> so how was the makeup since this is kind of like, like you said that the Dettos looked and acted like humans except for their, except for their face. So how was the makeup? Um, actually, I thought it was pretty amazing how they made those Dettos. Because actually, though that must have been really hard to do, because one of them, their jaw was completely hanging out, oh. and like so, I'm, and like they changed the whole face. So wow. I think that makeup might have been kind of difficult, but I actually think they did it really good. Yeah, every time I see movies that have a lot of like, like if someone gets hurt or slashed in the face, or I always think about the makeup because, um, it's. Like, you have to have makeup to transform their face into being fine, into being hurt. And then it's it's all these different things because when you watch films, you don't think about, oh, that's good makeup. But I kind of, like, train myself to do so every time that happens so I can see how makeup has gotten us this far in movie business. So I thought, I think makeup is a very good, very good thing to have in movies. So who is your favorite character and why? Hmm... Well, my favorite character was Roy. Uh, and because, why? I mean, he was, he was well, a cowboy. Um, mm-hmm. And actually, I thought it was pretty... He always says really weird things, like once his hat flew away, um, and he goes all crazy. Everywhere they go, there's some hats, and he's always trying some hats on, trying to find a new hat. He's mm-hmm. And he's always saying, like, how he died was wolves ate him and took his bones into their uh, cave. He He's just so funny. He makes so many funny parts, which I really mm-hmm. love. Well, Roy, played by Jeff Bridges, um, I think, because I love Jeff Bridges. I really do. He's he's awesome. So him only, how do you think he did? Because Like of his acting and then his emotions and his action. Yeah, he he did really good. He actually had the he had the accent. He did everything right. He mm-hmm. was really really funny. Actually, I thought that he probably did the best out of all the characters. 
Mm, that's good. Because I love when people, like, act, like, when they act and they get so into their character, like, if their character has an accent, they create the accent. And if that character has a limp, they create the limp. And it's just, it's just so amazing to see people, like, transform their whole self into being that character. So how many stars do you give this film out of five? Um, I'd probably say four and a half. And why those stars? Well, I mean, it's a really, it's really, really good. But I think they could make the movie a little bit more detailed, just a small bit more. Because sometimes it got a little bit confusing. So I think they could make a little bit more details so we can mm. get the movie. Yeah, so what you're saying is there's not enough detail, which made you confused. Yes. Ah. Sometimes when you watch movies, it's like that. I mean, you can't... I mean, what I'm saying is every movie has its quirk. So what age range do you give this film? Because this film is rated PG-13. So what is your age range? Um... It kind of makes sense that it's PG-13. I'd probably say maybe 10 to 11 and up because this movie is a really, really good movie, but actually it is pretty, well, it's, yeah, it's meant for an older audience pretty Mm. much. I get what you're saying. Well, that's all the time we have for today. Anthony, thank you so much for talking with us today and telling us all about RIPD. You're welcome. (laughs) It's in theaters now, so please check it out. Thanks so much for joining us. You've been listening to Kids First Coming Attractions to watch our video reviews of the latest film and DVD releases. And to learn how you can become a Kids First film critic, go to www.kidsfirst.org. I'm your co-host, Brianna Hope Beaton. And I'm your co-host, Raven Devaney. And you're listening to Voice America Kids. Thank you again for tuning in to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids channel. Now you know what to see. And speaking of see, we'll see you again next week. Kids these days are so connected to the media that they can't help but be surrounded by news and politics. Today's kids get more information than kids of past generations, and because of that, they have more informed opinions. Kids today may not be able to vote yet, but they can certainly influence voters and issues with their voices. Tune in every week for America Today and talk about the issues and influence the decision makers. America Today airs every Thursday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. What do you want to do? Are you interested in the performing arts? If so, make sure you tune in to the Angel and Harmony Show. Angel and Harmony have experience singing, acting, and performing in general and want to help you live out your dreams of the future. Whether you are interested in acting, modeling, dancing, or singing, this is the show for you. We'll even give you the scoop on being behind the scenes if you're a little shy. The Angel and Harmony Show is heard live every Thursday at noon Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids Channel. What's cooking? Join Kid Chef Eliana for Cool Kids Cook. Eliana is one of the youngest published cookbook authors and will show you that there are all kinds of goodness in food beyond the chicken nuggets and fries. On our show, we'll discover cuisine from around the world, learn some great cooking techniques, speak with some of the world's top chefs, and share recipes. Kid Chef Eliana is here for you on Cool Kids Cook every Monday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 4 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Kids Channel. Bon appetit! We don't care how you got here. We're just glad you showed up. You're listening to Voice America Kids.